Hey, consider this your invitation to the inaugural Mountaincraft Film Festival. Films, movies, motion pictures, whatever you call them. They're coming to Clarksburg, West Virginia, this coming September 29th and 30th. Four feature-length films by local filmmakers, as well as countless short films from Appalachia for Appalachia. Not to mention food trucks, artisanal vendors, networking opportunities, an immersive virtual reality experience, and much, much more. All under the roof of the beautiful historic Robinson Grant Performing Arts Center. Purchase passes now at mtncraft.com slash filmfestival. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with festival news. And don't miss out on a single story these voices have to tell. Sorry. Well, well, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. Um, we do a bunch of different shows, so sometimes i got to be careful because we could be doing West Virginia and Commonplace. We never do West Virginia and Commonplace Presents a Collection because that doesn't need a new show. Right. So that's all you. So, so we're here, uh, and this is an interesting one here. Uh, we went through a weird period of time that we haven't documented at all, and it's been through what's called the writer's strike, the more than just the writer's actor strike. So we missed out on a lot of shows. We're missing out on a, a whole cycle of shows that we should be having right now. So we were lucky to be um, taken care of by Hulu. Mm-hmm. Hulu released Futurama. And this is the third time for Futurama to come back. Or maybe the fourth time. I mean, Futurama is the only show I've ever seen that can get canceled and just come back 10 years <laughs> later. 13 years later. Like, it's been something that's just been getting beat up for so long that right. it makes you wonder why they keep bringing it back. Well, I mean, you sometimes you need a break. You need an end to some things. But then, you know, you go through life and there's different stuff that comes up. Maybe you're all out of ideas and this new person has come to you and said, hey, this would be a really good idea. But at the same time, I'm just like... I was enjoying Futurama until I want to say the last three episodes of this newest whatever they put out. I thought it was weird. I didn't enjoy it as much. And I'm just like, mm, it was overkill. Like, you shouldn't have released these last three episodes, in my opinion. Right, because they started doing all this experimental stuff. Yeah. And I'll and, just. And somebody else out there might enjoy that. And that's fine. Everybody is able to have their own opinion. And I'm not going to judge you just because you liked it. And I hope you don't judge me just because I didn't like it. But, you know, we're all different. So we're going to enjoy different things. We're going to like similar things. But nobody's exactly alike. So I just want to throw that out there. This is all our opinion. And we are not wanting to force opinions on you or anything like that as well. I haven't said that for a while. So I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, so here's my thought. You know, I'm wrapped around watching TV on different things. So I'm over on Netflix. Netflix has their version of Futurama called Disenchantment. <laughs> um, and it's ending too. So it's, to it? me, yeah, I was kind of like Matt Gurning, which is the guy that's the creator of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I didn't chop his last name up. Um, it, it almost seemed like it was a cash cow. He was like, he just went to Hulu and was like, look, man. I got this one last time. Let's throw this out here. I just got the rights back from Comedy Central. So let's do Futurama again. Right. So then tying into that also, Looney Tunes, uh, Tiny Tunes came back out. So it was like it was a bunch of revival of these animated shows because we didn't have a lot of scripted shows 
you know, at this period of time that we've gone through. Right. It's like giving us older people a blast from the past, kind of. Yeah. Nostalgia. And, yeah. And it's like, I enjoy it. But some of, like I said, the last, definitely the last two episodes. But the last three episodes were kind of like, mm, you should have stopped. Mm, that's not for me. So I will rewatch them again to make sure that's how I, you know, how I completely feel. And this is just us watching it one time through. Yeah. And, you know, all of the other seasons, I can sit there and watch them on repeat. Right. Kind of like Grey's Anatomy. It's something that I can pick up that I know I'm going to enjoy. Grey's Anatomy, The Simpsons, Futurama. I can watch those all the time. It don't matter if I've seen it one time or ten times. I'm, I'm still going to laugh. But the last three, I'm just kind of like, mm. Yeah. So, overall, as a rating, I'm not going to call it trash hash or dumpster juice, but I'm going to just say that the very beginning of this was very exciting. And those last three episodes were so underwhelming that it didn't take me away from it. But if I knew that I had an option to watch it over Solar Opposite, I would watch Solar Opposite over it. See, Solar Opposites was getting bad there towards the end, too. And it's like... I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe Solar Opposites killed me. What because they changed the dude, yeah, they voice, just, yeah, they and did. it just it it threw me. And after they changed the actor, the voice actor, I'm just like, mm, something's not right here. Yeah, that British accent. I don't know if it caught on, but what was yeah. weird is, is that their side story, their little people inside mm-hmm. the house, have a more compelling story than the actual right. family. I need them to put that in a mini series, right? Like split it apart and put it in a mini series. But now they got a third mini series going on within the show. Yeah, and that like, that new that Silverhawk type thing yeah. I was telling you about. And I yeah, I feel like y'all have to create mini series just to make your initial series go longer. Right. Like, are you running out of ideas? Is it because of the strike that's going on? You know, we're not judging you and putting you down if you're choosing to do this over and supporting the strike. Good for you. You know? Yeah. That's that's okay. It's just us understanding it because, you know, we don't pay a whole lot of attention to the... Politics. Politics numbers. around it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the one thing I want to add in here real quick, if you don't mind, is this, like, it has been really rough. Because I've had to go back in and watch shows. Like, I'm not like you. Like, you have sitcoms that you can just go to. Mm-hmm. Once I'm done with a show, I'm usually done with it. So right. I've had to go back and grab. I've jumped on the uh, 2B channel. Right. 2B has become my thing for watching certain animation. But to tie everything back into this, overall, the reboot reboot of Futurama mm-hmm. was fine. Do I feel that if we, if we had had more time... Because it was probably already taken care of before the strike anyway. That's what right, I'm assuming. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. So don't quote us on any of that. Yes, I, I don't know about that. But with the strike happening or whatever, it forced production either up on it or less. Either up or less. And okay. We'll go with either one of those. Right. So we know somewhere that we lost some type of production somewhere. So with knowing that, I can sit back and say I can take those three episodes with a grain of salt. Because a rumor that was going around was that this stuff was done with artificial intelligence. Okay. And that is not... A statement of fact from us. That is a statement of hearsay. Hearsay, yes. We are not confirming that it was AI, and we're not saying that it wasn't. We are just stating that is what you have heard. Right. Uh, that's what I heard. And then when you pay attention to production value. Yeah. It, I mean, it would make sense that it would be 
Because this last episode, I'm sorry, it was awful. God awful. Like, it, it was... It, it, sorry about that stutter there. It was horrible. Yeah, I just I, I'm not, like it's like I'm not gonna bash Futurama because it's one of my my jams. Right, right. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like tell someone to just run out and go watch this. That this is not that type of reboot. Right. I mean, I would recommend if you if you're a Futurama fan, you definitely have to watch it if you haven't already. Right, because it's only what 13 episodes, 14 episodes deep, maybe 12, 10, 10 12. Was it yeah. 10? I think 10 for the first part, and 10 is TBD. Yeah, because it was supposed to be like a 20 episode set. Yeah, Sorry about that, I started yawning halfway. But other than that, I will say, so we'll go episode 1 through 10, or 1 through 7, great. After one, 7, I can't yeah. tell you what to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was never, the whole thing was never as good as the what it used to be. But, you know, you get so many episodes in, and it's hard to meet those standards of other people. And it's like, you're going to have episodes you don't enjoy. Um, and then you're going to have episodes that you love. So it's all just a matter of opinion. Okay, and I can definitely go with that. So on that note, I'm going to do it like this. This will be something that I'm going to have to go back and watch again. Right, I agree. Uh, to review it, it's a hard thing. I, I like... I want to say if you're into Futurama, this is where to start. But if you are new to Futurama, do not watch the start. And I'll start at the beginning because there's nothing. Or, I mean, I'm going to counter that. If you've never watched Futurama, I would say go ahead and watch this new one first. But then you need to start from the beginning and see how it used to be. And you're going to understand why we say what we said and why we have the opinions that we have. Right, and I, and that, this weird thing, I like to say that the Comedy Central version, where we got the Benders movies from, yeah, and stuff like that. I want to say Comedy Central did the best job with it. Okay. You know, and, and of course, me, I don't ever pay attention to who does what. I just right. watch it. I think because Comedy Central had comedy writers, so yeah. why would they not? Right. You know, that's a given there, and nothing on Hulu or nothing, but Hulu's got a lot of things going on, just like Netflix. Right. So I think all of the streaming services have a lot going on, and right. it's like. I feel like they're trying to do a lot of original things because they can. With all of the strikes and everything going on, it's hard for individualized companies, I think. Is that how I want to say it? To do production and stuff like this. Because even if it is just like, um, how do I, how do I say this? Because from my understanding, it's not the actors, the main actors that are on strike. It's like supporting cast that are being whatever, right? Is that from from what I gather? It's everybody. Oh, okay. Well, because like I thought I understood it. It was like you're supporting people, your production, your writers, your even maybe even your supporting cast. It's just the main actors are supporting everybody with it. Is what I understood. And please yeah. correct us if we're wrong, because we're, you know, I don't want to dig on the internet all day to learn about it, but... Right, and it's one of those things that I've seen across LinkedIn, because, you know, that's yeah. where I'm over, that's my Facebook. I see the business professionals that are, like, real, like, actors and stuff standing around with people, mm -hmm. and I'm like, 
I don't want to politic into it because right. of where I don't understand the industry. It's one right. of the things that even though I'm the cinema guy, I, I will not touch that with a 10 foot pole because it's going to, it's like go, talking about regular politics. It's going right. to unearth something and somebody's going to be like, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, that's why I made sure I, we state, you know, these are our opinions and our understandings. And we're all right with somebody saying, hey, this is what's going on. Don't, you know, don't bash us like, hey, you're a stupid mother effer and you got all of this wrong. You know, don't approach us like that. Just be like, this is what's happening. And, I, you know, I'm more than happy to listen. Yeah. Here's always yeah, open for yeah. education. I would I would love to understand and comprehend what's going on. Right. Because I do want to know. Yeah, I, I want to know. But there's a lot of information and misinformation on the Internet. Yes. So it is easy to interpret it incorrectly. Like from my my viewpoint, I follow a lot of the Grey's Anatomy actors and actresses on Instagram. And that's where I see some of my stuff and how I interpret it is they are supporting those that are on strike. Yes. So that's where I get what how I perceive it. Okay. And me, I see all sides of it because I see the the people that are the big streaming companies and then mm-hmm. I see the people that are actually striking. Right. And I've looked at the different things and then, like you said, it's just so much to weigh in on. It is. You know, that's another topic for another whole show we could do one day. Right. But it all, all leads back to the same thing, you know, is this what's causing um, Futurama not to be as good? Right. Or is it AI generated and that's why it wasn't as good? Right. And see, that's what I want to know. Right. Because I would love to know if, if AI wrote those last three episodes compared to a human person. Or if maybe AI wrote the whole series. I don't know. And the last one's the just last so bad. The last whole season, yeah. And <laughs> maybe it just ran out, out of ideas for the last three episodes. But we want to thank you for listening. Um, feel free to leave us a comment on anything. Um, we have Spotify open for comments suggestions what do you yes. think of this thing um i haven't been doing the polls lately so it's it's whatever sometimes if i feel real passionate about something i'll throw the poll up there on spotify but other than that it's just usually up to likes shares comments in your own words yes and we definitely follow us over on instagram we have mm-hmm. a instagram specific to this show yes so definitely any of our listeners please go over there we will interact with you over there um that's one thing that i love to do um wherever we can meet our community that's the biggest part of what we want to do and keep doing for you all and let us know if there's anything specific you want to hear us talk about um i think next up we're gonna do a couple different things i need to work on a few outside of the movie topics because you know it's easy to just sit there and watch a movie and talk about it so i don't want to be a movie specific podcast right so we've got to throw some other things in here for you guys and hopefully one of my ideas makes it across the press uh i want to do something that ties into thanksgiving okay like you know food and stuff Mm -hmm. and one thing we will not talk about are the raisins because there are no raisins in any of our potato salad we're going to have to save that for a different topic because you're going to get me started. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great day. It can be hard to teach your kids about how their emotions can affect their actions and attitudes. 
Sometimes it is the smallest thing that can make us angry and react in unkind ways. What Should Dragon Do follows Dragon and her two roommates as they navigate the everyday irritations of living together. Dragon responds in anger when things don't always go her way. Through question and answer, kids learn how to choose patience and kindness and how to make better choices. Written by Stephanie Webb with beautiful and colorful illustrations by KidsArt, What Should Dragon Do will make you laugh as you read about Dragon and her adventures with her friends. What Should Dragon Do can be ordered online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Chapters Indigo, or directly from the publisher at friesenpress.com. It is also available as an audiobook on Audible.